Welcome back, everybody, to yet another episode of Cast Conversations. Uh, we're still in the quarantine conversations. Um, hopefully, Illinois will... Still in it. So we're still in it. Hopefully, we... Well, honestly, I don't see a light at the end of the tunnel. It's it's still going, but we do what we can, right, Phil? <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, as always, I'm joined with the um, flying high Phil. <laughs> and we also have who today? We have Lauren on the episode today. Uh, Lauren is actually not a cast member yet. This is a little different of an episode. She is a future college program cast member for this coming up fall. But uh, we're going to have Lauren ask us some some questions today, which will be a change. But uh, Lauren, we are very glad to have you today. Glad to be here. So, so I yeah, I guess we can um, just start it off with however you want. It's this, different. This, can, this is different. Yeah, I will throw it to you. Um, my biggest question that I haven't been able to seem to find actually anywhere really is kind of how um, how that first week of the college program works. Like, I know there's traditions and you get into housing, but what happens really after that there's that huge gap between the first two days and then you get thrown into your job you're like wait i want to know what happens in the middle (laughs) that's a good question (laughs) yeah that's a that's a great question so um i'm assuming you do you know what i guess what type of role you you are are you attractions i am not attractions so i actually have um two roles which is they said was uncommon so i go back between um merchandise and quick service food and beverage okay so just the reason why i asked that is it it does look a little different for depending on the type of role you have especially if you're a lifeguard it's quite a bit different Mm -hmm. um but so yeah you're writing traditions and stuff like that but so right when your first day is you get assigned your check-in time to whichever mm. housing you are located at. And you actually most likely will not get the same time as your roommates. Maybe one of your roommates will have the same time, but I know none of my roommates had the same check-in time. But uh, I, I claimed my bed and oh yeah, um, you, you got to get in there and <laughs> that's, claim your that's bed. That's the best part, seriously. Uh, but I, I didn't really have much time at all, actually. I went in through my stuff through like one thing on my bed and I had to quickly take, you have to take a charter bus type thing. I got a nice mm-hmm. coach charter bus over to casting where you uh, basically wait in a long line. Yes. That's and, a long line. <laughs> oh no. You get your, what'd you get? You get your blue ID. No, you, you take, you take your, you take your blue ID picture. Mm, and okay. so the blue ID is the cast member ID that you need for everything as a cast member. Like that is your, that's your license. And then basically, okay. then you do a whole background check, um, which you stand in another line for that, which mm-hmm. is also long, but I thought it was kind of cool. Cause we waited in this hall where they had a bunch of pictures and stuff up. And I saw a picture that said Illinois state university college, like get or sends I don't students to the college program or something. It was from like the eighties and Jeremy and I go to school. So I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, another thing that's kind of cool is the, um, the Phil's talking about the paintings or the uh, pictures, but they have these really cool like 
handmade paintings on the walls um, of scenes from Disney movies. Like mm-hmm. um, they yeah. have a tangled scene. Uh, shoot, I can't remember the other ones, but I remember the, the tangled one specifically. And it, it makes standing in line a little bit easier mm-hmm. and you make a lot of friends in the line. So that helps. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Uh, That's- yeah. Yeah. It's, it was really cool. I actually, yeah, I got, to, I even saw the people that I stood in line with later in the program as well, which yeah. is kind of funny. Uh, but anyway, so you're, you, then you go into your background check, I guess you get fingerprinted on all 10 of your fingers. So, <laughs> wow. Uh, so yeah, you got that. Yeah, Disney forward. doesn't skip out on anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then would you, I think I had something else later that day. Yeah. After that, you go to like a, a welcome meeting, um, where, Oh wait, you know, yeah, yeah, that's the same day of the housing meeting. I see that's also different for people like some people may have the housing meeting the next day or something like that but the housing meeting is basically uh you you go to that was at uh the com- the commons right yeah mm-hmm. that was over at the commons and they basically just welcome you in kind of tell you the rules of the housing things like that uh give you the rundown tell you stories from the past and everything mm-hmm. and uh so so there's so there's actually several things that you do between your check-in and the start of your training for your job, um, but it is in different orders for people. It kind of just depends on what you get, yeah. um, what you get assigned to you. So uh, another thing that you have to do um, is, so everybody knows traditions usually. You have your traditions course that you have to take, which is... Uh, what was it two it's two hours in classroom then you kind of go through uh your tour of magic kingdom and you look for the four keys which you'll learn a lot about which is another course um that you have to take which is the four keys basic Mm. course um and that 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 course is a little boring and a little long so be (laughs) be prepared for that one just stick through it i'll prepare for that specific one um, is that the is that the one with our friend Andy? I think so. Yeah. 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 You'll, you'll, you'll meet, meet Andy. Andy. <laughs> Andy's great. Andy's the best part of that whole meeting. Uh, and then, so for me specifically, I wasn't custodial, but my job required me to do this. I had to take custodial core class. Uh, and then Jeremy, I know how to do some other. Yeah, I had to. So I was photo pass, and I had to take. <laughs> I did take like a physical where I um I think I explained it on another episode where I had to like walk a mile in under 25 minutes. I had to like lift this box up onto different shelves like 10 oh times. I had to step and what was it? step and lunge, step, lunge, take a picture and do the thing over and over like 150 times or something like that. <laughs> um or maybe it was 50. It was either 100 or 150. Um and it was like all to test to see if I was physically able to like be a PhotoPass cast member. And I don't think merchandise has to do anything or quick service. Um, I know uh, attractions has something different. Um, different roles have different things, but other than that, yeah. after you get traditions, yeah. it's, it's park time. You may, you may get drug tested. So watch out, Lauren, yeah. be prepared for that. <laughs> be, be prepared. Right. As Scar would say. Always gotta be prepared. Exactly. <laughs> So yeah, that that pretty much that is Wraps that up Q1 time, time period okay. between check-in and training. Okay. And then I did have 
a few more questions about kind of how um, I have a few friends who have done college program in the past and they were telling me about these things called housing parties and also cast member exclusive events looking at new rides or going backstage to rides and seeing how it all works how mm -hmm. does that normally work so phil can help me out with this one um i actually <laughs> i i'm kind of introverted um i never went to any of the housing parties but how they work is um i think it's uh shoot is it the commons that hosts it phil uh chatham square chatham square um they'll let you know um through email and they'll put postings up at all the housing centers, letting you know that there's going to be a housing party. And what it is, is they just invite all of the different housing. So Patterson, Commons, Vistaway, and uh, what am I forgetting? Chatham. Chatham. Um, yeah. To go over there and you just show your blue ID to get in. And they'll have special characters that you can't see normally in the parks. Like um, one time they had, uh, who did they have? They had Genie. It yeah, they, just, had, uh, they have a cool. bunch of wow. bunch of random characters that you do not usually get to yeah, see. Yeah, you never parts. see. Um, and then they'll just like kind of celebrate. You'll get free food, get to hang out, take pictures, meet the the characters, and then with ride usually, exclusives. Oh, or, or I was just gonna say usually a DJ. Yeah, a like, DJ. Music. Um, so then with ride exclusives, um, okay. So there's a two part for this one. One thing you can do is there's backstage tours where. Um, your location where you work. So uh, for me, the DPI team uh, took us backstage of Fantasmic. So I got to go see like how Fantasmic works, um, what goes into a day of like preparing for Fantasmic and all of that. Wow. Some of my friends saw Haunted Mansion, um, uh, Everest, Rock and Roller Coaster. So that's like one exclusive you can do. Another one, um, like you were saying, is the ride testing. Um, I don't know how it's going to work going forward because they don't really have any rides that are coming out that we know of. Um, yeah. besides, but, like, besides like Tron and stuff like that. But, right. Oh, right, right, right. So yeah, you that, may actually be there be, for that. Yeah. Um, you, you can put yourself into a lottery system on the hub. The hub is a cast member um, uh, database that we use for like seeing our jobs for the day and stuff like that. So you can go in there and uh like bid yourself into that you it's no there's no monetary bidding it's just you just put yourself in um and hopefully you get drawn for that if not you can also just sign up onto a sheet through your job and sometimes they'll randomly select people to um go through for uh like the cast member specific ride showing or something like that but phil did you yeah. have anything else to add to that i don't i've never done no, that you, part so. no you got that covered pretty well i, I never was able to do that yeah. either unfortunately but um, I know, I know if, if you are going to have a role on the new ride, you end up writing it a lot, a lot. Yeah. Because who was that? Kobe, I think told us that some, one of our guests told us they had a yeah. friend that was going to do, or they were about to be on Minnie and Mickey's runaway railway. And she's apparently she wrote it maybe 13 times like, she said yeah a lot yeah. of times wow <laughs> so she so. she knew everything before it was even close to releasing mm -hmm. um and one thing i really regret is watch out for things like this because um when i was in my program spring of 19 i was able to go sign a poll that was going to be used in the tron ride and i didn't go so 
Mm, you yeah, can like you can like I put your name that. and things like I have a, I have my name on a banner backstage of studios uh, for their 30th anniversary, which is kind of cool. But I'm sure they're gonna have something for you like that when you're down there. So watch out for things like that. Okay, good and to know. I guess that'll that'll kind of wrap up question yeah, two. That's, yep. All right. How many questions do I get? So I know which. So I mean, I mean li- literally as many as you want. Yeah. yeah. We, yeah. This is an awesome <laughs> switch for us because we usually go, "How was your day?" and then sit here for like ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> how about how about we do one more question, throw it to break, and then we'll come back with more questions. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is kind of more on the. You do have to take classes while you are like the specific Disney classes if you're at Disneyland, but I'm going to be at Disney World. And they were saying that you do have to take the classes, but sometimes you don't have to. So like everything's kind of up in the air with this whole quarantine thing though right now. And so we keep getting new information, but I was just curious, what classes would you recommend taking if you do end up taking them? That's, that's, that's interesting. Um, Well, for, for me, Jeremy, you can put input on this too. I, I, we were not required to take classes uh when we were there but luckily i i did take classes because of a course i was taking through school it required me to um take two of the disney courses that they were offering yeah Um, and so jeremy i don't think they were required for you right no i i took a semester off of school like after i got accepted so i didn't take any classes and none of my friends that I was there with that I knew took any classes either. They didn't take the Disney courses that were? No, I, I had one friend that was taking classes and she had to write like two pages or two papers and that was it. Wow. So, so very, but, very simple. Yeah. I, so, but yeah, I, I did take the, I took two courses. Um, let's see if I can remember the names of the courses. I think one of them was called uh organizational leadership and the other one was uh i I think it was like uh it was a business class maybe didn't you didn't you get to just ride a ride for one of your classes yeah so 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 (laughs) i don't don't be discouraged about these classes because they're bad they're by far the uh, most amazing class like actual classes i've ever taken uh so one of one of the only downsides to them is, so you only have them once a week, or at least I, this is this is how it was for me. Uh, I only had them once a week, but they were each four hours long, so it's a it's a little long. Um, but you get a break in the middle, and you get to go to the bathroom and stretch <laughs> or do whatever you need to do. Uh, but so I my professor was really cool he had worked for the company for over 30 years so he was really knowledgeable on the company and each class was kind of designed to have a specific look at the walt disney company so i learned so many things in those classes just about uh disney that i had no idea beforehand um so and the the you don't really get much homework at all um it's a lot of just you do in class assignments but there are a couple projects that you have to do um okay which i mean and they were not they were not hard at all it's i think i'm pretty sure the courses were pass fail so if you get 70 that's nice you're good. 
I think there may have been one test um, the entire class. Uh, and then, so like Jeremy was saying, for one of my classes, uh, one of the assignments, we had a group project and um, there was a list of rides that you could choose from. We had to choose, we had to choose one from Magic Kingdom and one from Epcot. Um, and we had to go, we had to go and ride them and then compare how closely related to their movies they are. So we did uh, Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. And then also in the same day, we rode uh, uh, Frozen Ever After. So I picked like the two longest lines. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we, uh, there weren't like a ton of options we had to choose from. Um, but so we chose, we went to Frozen Ever After right as Epcot opened. Um, oh, that's smart. We we didn't have class that day, in in order for us to use that time to go, to ride the rides, um, and so, yeah, we we rode Frozen Ever After first. Um, I don't. We we all knew like what the ride was about. So yeah, I mean we could have just, just did it for fun. We could have just not rode it, but uh, yeah, then we went over and did Space Ranger Spin, and um, that that was the class for the day. And that was pretty it, cool. It wasn't. It was. It wasn't a hard paper by any means at all. Or That's not a bad class. <laughs> yeah, and and actually, at the end of one of the, one of my classes, we had a Disney ambassador come and talk to us and uh, tell us about their job, and that was really awesome to hear. And uh, it was it was so it was so cool just to be able to have that talk. And um, I don't know if uh, anybody knows who Lee Cockrell is, but he is a former uh executive vice president of magic kingdom um his son dan cockrell was actually just one of the more recent ones as well but he came and talked to one of the classes a lot so um i know i know it's a great opportunity so don't be discouraged if you have to take the disney courses because i really enjoyed them and i'm glad i did take them that's awesome so uh, really quickly, <clears throat> we will throw it to break. We're going to split up the breaks again this episode so you don't have to sit through uh, two hours of ads. And uh, <laughs> you know how it is. We'll be right back. Hey, guys. Another ad here for you brought to you by Dapper Diggs Trading Company. They are a merchandise store, basically. They have just about anything in Disney you can think of. It's really cool, really fun. You Make sure you go check them out. They even have Magic Band uh, apparel or not apparel but decorations to make your little boring free magic bands look a little cooler so make sure to go check that out they also have a really cool shirt that i thought was kind of funny it says hunkulees on it uh that'd be something fun to wear into the parks but yeah there's a lot of cool disney shirts that only disney fans will understand so definitely something to wear into the parks and uh they also wanted us to make sure to uh, get you guys to go check out their website, which is just dapperdigstradingco.com. So it's D-A-P-P-E-R-D-I-G-S-T-R-A-D-I-N-G-C-O.com. Their Instagram is also the same. And guess what? You guys can also get 10% off with the uh, discount code CASTCONVO. No spaces, all capitals, C-A-S-T-C-O-N-V-O. 10% off of Dapper Diggs Trading Company. 
Wearable art for magical moments. Hi guys, Phil here with another ad. This one is brought to you by the Sodo Company. And they are a company or a person that makes uh, Mickey ears in the shape of donuts. Hence the Sodo Company. Um, the most important thing about their company is that they are actually open only once a month. The next one will be May 1st. Uh, she opens up once a month, takes all the orders in one day so she can uh, fulfill the orders over the month and she makes them specific to what you want uh, or she has inspiration on her on her Instagram page. Um, her Instagram page is the Sodo Company. That is T-H-E-S-E-W-D-O-U-G-H-C-O. So make sure to check her out for all of your donut needs. Head over to GoPinPro, the home of the OG patent-pending pinfolios and the creators of Pinfolio. GoPinPro has just so many pins on their Instagram page. And the pinfolios, which are, um, I, I'm probably going to describe this wrong, but to me, it looks like a little traveling case you can display and hold your pins in, which is super awesome. It has um, a bunch of different designs and ways to display your pins. So check out uh, the pin folios on their page. They look really cool and are a must-have for any pin collector. So a uh, cool way to share, bring around your uh, pins, and uh, show them off in the parks. Really easy to hold. And, oh, I'm looking at it right now. They have uh, different colors, too, that match the um, your personality or what you're going for. So uh, head over to uh, Go Pin to see all the pin folios and the things that they offer on their page. Check them out. All right. And we are back. So we won't delay anything. We'll just jump right back into the questions. So what do you got for us? All right. So I do have another question. Um, I know it's kind of like a little girl's dream to be, you know, a Disney princess walking around mm. meet and greet with kids all day. But, um, how do those, I don't know if they do it every semester or not, but I have friends who have told me they do in-house auditions and how do those normally work and how many different types of auditions are there? So yeah, there, there are in-house auditions, um, which, uh, you may, you may know this already, but you are able to audition prior to your program, um, which uh, which I actually I actually did, but unfortunately didn't get it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was rejected. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, they do have auditions all around the country. So if you are applying and w want to do that, make sure to look out for those. Uh, but uh, so yeah, there I did have a roommate who actually did the in-house auditions um, during our program. Um, but you, you kind of just have to look out for them uh, during your program. You can constantly look on the hub, like Jeremy was pointing out earlier, uh, for those auditions. And there is a, there's a building that is not on Disney World's property. Um, where they hold those auditions. Uh, okay. It's actually, it's, I drove by it one, one time. It, it's actually a pretty, 
obvious. What's it by? Actually, it might be on Disney property. I don't really remember. Where is I feel it? like I feel like it was over near Animal Kingdom, near Cast Connection. Oh, <clears throat> um, okay. But uh, mm. have, wait, have you heard about Cast Connection before? I have actually. Okay. Okay. Good. 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 Yep. Make sure to make sure to get there when you're there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so yeah, you kind of you kind of just have to look out for it. It's they're usually for a college program. They are general. Uh, general auditions uh, just for whatever, whatever they see best fits you. Yeah. And so uh, these auditions are, they are the same as the auditions that are prior to your program. You do the same stuff. So, so you'll be, you'll be comfortable going in knowing what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, so uh, for it does, they do the, dance routine that you have to learn first and uh lauren might be able to help me out on this one but then you do and so i made it, it all the way to the end and still didn't you did get you it, it's oh a that's dance, really cool it's a animation section and then they either tell you we want to talk to you for a little bit afterwards or they send hmm. you back and say you'll hear something within the next couple weeks to six months and I Oof, did that's not a long time frame. So, <laughs> it, it is very long. Um, but it's so, I just wanted to have an idea if it's the same as the college program one or if yes. it's not. But. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the same because I know my, my roommate actually, he made it uh, as, as far as you did like that and then didn't end up getting it. But then he applied for another college program and, audition beforehand before going and now he's currently a character performer so oh that's awesome wow yeah so uh i also i'll say too that i have a friend that um didn't make it through the first time then during his program he did one of the in-house and he is now a performer as well so um so yeah i think i think it definitely helps to uh have that one audition under your belt like you to get the nerves and, out of the way too yeah yeah so, so now you know what's coming and you're prepared for it better i believe yeah well it helps if you're in the disney magic too so right exactly right. <laughs> exactly that magic is real for for real <laughs> you you feel it but. yeah cool. i'm excited yeah. but i've got just one more question for you guys um yeah this is pretty common how often do you have time off to kind of explore the park? See, I've never been to Disney World. Um, I've been to Disney Shanghai while I was in China last year, and I went to Disneyland, but I've never been to Disney World. So I kind of want to know how much on average to minimum, because I know that it's not going to be a whole lot of time off, but just enough to explore the parks and kind of see this new world pretty much <laughs> so jeremy hit those swings yeah oh yeah so uh so generally you get uh five days a week to work and then that would leave you the two days off to enjoy in the parks so i as far as i've seen everyone i've talked to everyone i've seen has had their days off together so whether you work monday wednesday off tuesday thursday work friday saturday sunday uh, repeat, repeat, repeat. <clears throat> it usually will have your days off together. Again, I've never seen anyone have theirs separated. I'm sure okay. someone listening was like, mine was separated. Um, oh, <laughs> Phil. Except for 
if you are taking classes, uh, my days off were always just the days I had classes usually. Okay. So, okay. so that's different. But so yeah. um, then your work days are usually six to eight hours. Um, I think food and beverage works a little bit longer. So you're generally going to be more leaning towards the eight hour side. <clears throat> I've even had friends that have hit a, um, a nine or a 10 hour day. Mm-hmm. Um, just, it just depending on uh, availability. And if you want to, I believe that if you express um, how you feel about an eight hour day saying you like that better, they'll honor your request and keep you at an eight hour day. We also have these things called EAFs. I think they are um, or EDF or something like that. Um, what it means is you, you can put them in every single day you work, uh, if you'd like, and it's just a request to be let home early. Uh, it it won't hurt your record. It won't go towards anything bad on your record at all. It'll just be like, if they have availability for you to leave, you can leave, which is super cool. So, um, generally on like the hotter days, I would just put in for one. And if I got one, I got one. Um, I mean, even on the, even on the hub, uh, you can put in a request to have certain days off if you would like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and gen- generally I know it's different per location. Um, some locations will be a little more strict on it, but uh, for the most part, what I requested, I usually got off. So, I mean, yeah, it's you can also get good to cover if, for you. If you have a good relationship with your manager and stuff like that, you can kind of talk to them. Yeah. About it. But yeah, but kind of get back to your original question. Um, generally, you'll have two days off for a week. I know one of my friends um, only had one day a week off, but his shifts were like super short. Um, so I think that kind of like cancels itself out. Yeah, um, that makes sense. But then the big stinger is whether you work in the morning or night, because I know a lot of my friends worked at night and they hated it because then you kind of don't want to spend your morning in the parks and then have to go like work. So um, yeah, that's where you kind of figure it out. And for me, halfway through my program, they switched my days off. Originally, I was Tuesday, Wednesday for my days off. Then it switched to Wednesday, Thursday. Um, so maybe like mentally don't get set on a set schedule uh, because it might switch. And you can also, like I was saying earlier, and Phil was explaining too, ask your managers, hey, I would really prefer Friday, Saturday off because that's when my friends are off. Are you able to accommodate that? And sometimes they are. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it it does kind of suck to sometimes when, uh, like Jeremy was saying, when my some of my friends would work in the mornings and then they'd go to the parks uh, after they were off, but I would be working evenings most of the time. And that was just kind of unfortunate, but, um, so sometimes, sometimes it kind of just works out and sometimes it does not. Yeah. So, um, exactly, exactly. (laughs) Um, really quickly, again, we'll throw it to a break. Just want to split up those ads and, uh, we're going to be back to ask her, uh, Lauren, a couple questions. And then we will wrap up the episode. So don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Make sure you head over to We've Got Ears on Instagram. We've Got Ears is an uh, Instagram page for a mouse ear artist designed and handmade by Emily. Uh, so Emily has been uh, making these ears and recently, due to the coronavirus, has been uh, working on making uh, masks for people uh, on the front lines and they're going to be free. So... Uh, these are people uh, for people who, like I said, are on the front line dealing with the public and uh, have lost wages. She'll also have masks for uh, sale for the general public to help cover the cost of 
uh, making the free ones. So uh, keep checking your Instagram for updates and news coming with those masks. And also check out everything that else that she has on her page. She's got ears, um, handmade by herself. I'm looking at them right now. Oh, she's got um, Eeyore ones. Those are actually pretty cool. So um, head over. Uh, her Instagram will be in the bio of the episode. And make sure you follow along if you would like a mask made by her. So check it out. What's up? We wanted to give a thank you to another one of our sponsors, Everything Mousy Pins. Everything Mousy Pins is a collector that's been collecting pins for over 15 years now. Um, they live right next to Walt Disney World, and uh, their store has a cheap selection of pins for beginners and rare pins for collectors. Um, something really cool about Everything Mousy Pins is um, they sell guaranteed authentic pins, so you know you're not going to be getting a fake pin through them. Um, secondly, they've been a pin collector for years, like I said, over 15, and they like to share their experience through um, pins on YouTube and on the online pin store. So um, they always do giveaways on uh, their Instagram, and um, there might be more information on their YouTube as well. So head over to Everything Mousy Pins. Um, of course, the information will be in the bio of the episode, and check out what they got. You will not be disappointed. What's up, everyone? It's Jeremy, and today I'm here to talk about Bright Suns Co. So uh, Bright Suns Co. is a company made by Susie, and she makes a lot of ears. She has custom ears. I'm on her website right now. I'm looking at them. Um, she also has a lot of pins. Uh, she has earrings as well. And she also, um, it's super cool, she wanted us to tell you that she has Japanese exclusives, which is super awesome. Um, so I'm going to just talk about a couple of the ears she has on her website right here. Um, she has a Star Wars Knights of Ren Kylo Ren ears for only $25. Now, she sent us two pairs of ears, and they're custom ears. These are not your typical Disney Disney ears. These are very well-made, very sturdy, and high-quality ears. And for the price of $25, you're getting a steal. Um, let's see. We're going to go over to Mouse Ears. Um, she has her website very easily organized. You can order things alphabetically. Um, you can also go uh, best-selling, price high-low. So let's just go price low-high. So you can get um, small red pom-pom ears for only $8. These are really good prices for awesome things you can be wearing in the parks. Now we're going to order by uh, the best-selling. So her best-selling ears are... Oh, actually... The Mystery Mouse Ears. So um, it looks like, I'm going to read the description on this. Um, you can get a surprise pair of ears, which is super awesome for only $15. And it's on sale right now from the 25 which it normally is. So head over to um, Bright Suns Co. We'll, um, of course, as always, have it in the bio of the episode and check her out. All right. Enjoy the rest of the episode. What's going on, guys? Phil here again, back with another ad. This time we got uh, Magically by Molly, which she does magnets that are Disney inspired. So you got ones that look like Mickey Mouse, of course. How are you going to go wrong with that? And then you have other ones that are Disney snack inspired. So snacks that you can get in the park, like the Mickey ice cream bar. She got one of those. Um, just so many different styles and She's very creative with her designs. One of the things that she does is she hand designs all of her magnets. Uh, so most of the magnets you'd see out there are going to be digitally designed. That is not the case with Molly. She actually makes them all by hand. She takes uh, a lot of pride in, in her craft as uh, an artist. Uh, 
And so make sure to go give her a follow on Instagram at magically by Molly, no spaces and check out her work. Her magnets start at just six 99 and you can get some in different sets or anything like that, uh, that you can also get some that are a little bit larger. She can do just about anything. So make sure to go check out her Instagram and her Etsy that is magically by Molly. And we hope you guys enjoy the rest of the episode. All right. That was our last break. We'll finish up this episode and you'll be on your way. So what should we start with? Well, before, I mean, before we go on, do you, did we cover all your questions? Did you have any more? I don't have any more questions. You guys got them. All right. All pretty spot cool. on. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, kind of just starting out, I guess, how did your love for Disney start and what made you want to apply for the college program? Oh, gosh. Uh, this question goes back a long ways. So I am actually from a big family. I'm the oldest, and there's one of seven. And so um, right after me, my mom had twins. And so she didn't really have time to watch me all the time, which I know sounds awful, but twins does that to people. Mm, makes sense. <laughs> and, so I was put in front of the TV and watched Bugs Life, Tarzan, Monsters, Inc., Incredibles, any Disney movie, you name it. And I was just mem- mesmerized as a kid. And that kind of grew with me as I got older. And more movies came out that I enjoyed. Tangled, for one, I just fell in love with when I was in middle school. And, and then even now I got, what is it, Frozen 2? <laughs> <laughs> can't get the songs out of my head or just different things like that and it kind of grew with me especially as I was babysitting I feel like the way I could connect with the kids that I would babysit was Disney and so it kind of little did I know grew into this huge thing and my friend applied to the Disney college program convinced me after years saying just do it and I <laughs> I didn't get in the first two times I applied um so that was a real bummer. I was just down, bound and determined saying, okay, if I don't get it on this third try, I'm not going to try again. And I got it. So, <laughs> so I've been um, through the roof about it, but really nervous because coronavirus is kind of changing yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah. It's it, yeah, really crazy how fast things changed. Yeah. But I guess it is good news that Shanghai is opening uh, May 11th. Yes, I am so excited for that country specifically. I loved that park; it was amazing. So. Yeah, that that that'll be big. I I've never been. I'd love to make my way over there. Um, I've only been out of the country. Well, I haven't even really been out of the country. So, um, I yeah, I definitely want to see what they have to offer over there. You should but, go. <laughs> I, yeah, I really want to. It's it's the parts of the Caribbean ride looks phenomenal. Mm-hmm. That takes you to a whole new world. I will say that. <laughs> I can't. I like can't even imagine. It looks crazy. But um, it was. <laughs> so for our next question, uh, what location are you hoping to get? Um. So seeing as I've never really been to Disney World, um, I kind of would like to stay either in Hollywood Studios. I've kind of been drawn to that one since my friend has told me so much about it or surprisingly Epcot um I like I 
have been to Thailand, I've been to Bali, I've been to China, I've been to a lot of Southern Asia. And so I really enjoy surrounding myself with different cultures. I love meeting new people from different places. And so Epcot, I feel like a lot of people don't really want to have that as their location, but I feel like that's where I would really like to be. Um, I don't know a whole lot about Animal Kingdom, but I know a ton about Magic Kingdom. So really, I'm I, I'm pretty flexible. I mean, I won't be too bummed if I get Animal Kingdom because I've never been there. So <laughs> I, I gotta say, the <clears throat> from all of the cast members that we have talked to, every single one that has worked at Hollywood Studios and uh, Epcot have all loved their location. They love being at that park and I think uh, you grow to love where you are at as Jeremy knows uh, he did at Hollywood studios for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. The I got, I, I gotta say, I think Jeremy, the only one that we have ever heard, they were a little disappointed and maybe overwhelmed for the location was magic kingdom. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think, think that was photo pass yeah. mainly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah so, that makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I know Jeremy and I both love Animal Kingdom as well. So, uh, well, I I will say that I think that with Magic Kingdom, <clears throat> the expectation is the highest because mm-hmm. when everyone thinks of Disney World, they think Cinderella's Castle, they think walking down Main Street, and when they go to Epcot, they think, oh, I'm here to have a good time and drink. Like I just like generally that's like the the vibe and the mantra that goes with uh, each of the parks. Animal Kingdom, they're there to see some animals. Hollywood Studios, they're there to relax. But maybe not anymore because Hollywood Studios, yeah, it's busy now. It's yeah, but yeah. when when I was there, it was definitely like a relaxing park. Um, but wherever you go, you're gonna find the the best out of it because when I like when Phil was saying, I hated Hollywood Studios before I went. I was so disappointed when I found out that was my location, and then once I got there, I couldn't imagine being anywhere else. So yeah, I. Honestly, I'm excited. I feel like Magic Kingdom would be kind of a, wow, there's a lot of people here, but I'll see what I can do to make it work. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. um, I'm excited just to experience it all in general. Working for Disney was something that I've wanted to do since I was little. So So we got one more question for you, Lauren. Uh, And that is just a general question. What are you looking forward to the most when seeing Disney World for the first time? Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, I feel like that, that is actually a really hard question. <laughs> <laughs> because Disney World is so big and there's so many things to see. I feel right. like uh, feeling the, the magic. Because I, I went to Disney Shanghai and though it is Disney, it has a, its own feel to it. Um, I've grown up going to Disneyland all the time. And so Disneyland, that just feels like, you know, the original. It's got Walt Disney's pretty much his footprint all over it. And when we went to Disney Shanghai, it, it felt authentically Disney, but Chinese at the same time. And so mm. I think I'm excited to see Walt Disney also created this world that's why it's called Disney World. And I think I'm excited to see how he's redone his original park, how he's turned it into something that is 
a thousand times bigger than what he originally planned. Right. And I think that the castle, I'm excited. I've grown up going to a smaller castle where you can't really go inside. And so that'll be so much fun. And I think mm -hmm. seeing also the different worlds that Disney's brought in, like Marvel, Avatar, and just all these different things that were not around 10 years ago. <laughs> so that'll be exciting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That, that was a great answer. Love, love that answer. <laughs> Thank uh, you. I know for, for me, uh, something that ended up becoming one of my favorite things was uh, going, going to work every day and driving under that Walt Disney World yes. sign. That something just, as simple as that just so simple but it is it is amazing it's like oh my gosh i work here that's one of the first things i'm gonna do right when i drive under the sign yes get it, that video. It, it feels good <laughs> it's so awesome and there's, there's actually several signs uh but yeah but yeah it's really cool it's awesome um yeah, i'm yeah, excited so, um one thing one, <laughs> one thing i do want to tell you i don't want to spoil anything but <clears throat> when you do your traditions You'll know when to say it, but make sure you let them know that you've never been to um, uh, what's it called, Magic Kingdom before. You'll 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 know when to say it, like you'll feel it, mm. but just let them know you've never been there before. Okay. You'll know. Um, but yeah, I guess that that'll wrap up the main portion. We have a tradition on the show where we um, like to know a little bit more about our guests, so we ask them some uh, just Disney questions, I guess. I, don't, mm -hmm. I never know how to like word that. Sure. Um, I'm always open for that. <laughs> to start out, your favorite three Disney movies in no order. Favorite three Disney movies. Um, I've always been kind of a rebel, so I loved Mulan. Um, Good answer. <laughs> I love Tangled. I've already said that. <laughs> um, but I've also loved the movie Up. Mm -hmm. That was oh. good. Those are good three. Yeah, I like that. I think yeah. Up doesn't get said much. Mm -mm. And I, 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 I think it's a great movie as well. It's one of my favorites for sure. Uh, so going off of that, what is your favorite or who is your favorite Disney character? Ooh, there's so many. There um, are so many. <laughs> I feel like I've always been kind of an original. So I love, love, love Cinderella. Um, just kind of what she embodies and what she stands for. And I always used to get mad as a kid when people would say, she's such a bland character when she was kind of a character we had to read in between the lines to kind of understand what was going on. Yeah, for sure. That makes sense. Yeah. So I, she, It's kind of no. funny because our next question well, I was going to say is, who's your favorite Disney princess? So is that the same answer? <laughs> Actually, no, it's not the same answer. Okay. Um, I love Cinderella as my favorite character, but it's, it's kind of weird because she was never my favorite princess. Um, my favorite princess was Rapunzel. Um, she kind of, I, I was never a huge princess girl. Um, I went through the phase for maybe about a year mm. and then kind of was like okay i'm kind of bored of the princesses moving on and then rapunzel came around and was like oh my gosh i love this girl <laughs> um 
just because she's so full of adventure and wonder and wants to see everything. And that's kind of mm. how I was. I guess I still am. I kind of just want to see everything the world has to offer. That makes sense. Yeah. That's, a, yeah. that's a really cool way to look at that, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. And our next question is, what is your favorite Disney song? Disney song? Um, what's funny is I've always loved, um, you know, Megara from Hercules? Mm-hmm. Um, when she sings, I won't say I'm in love, I have always loved that song since I was a kid. There's no reason or memory attached to it i just <laughs> like the song <laughs> no, I, I really like that song so i feel that <clears throat> are you excited about the live action um not the live action the um the cartoon really old oh, um, oh no, are, no, are, Hercules. You, are you are you excited are you excited for the live action that's oh coming. the live action i mm, i don't know i've kind of been a little iffy on live actions um i feel like they either meet up to my Disney standard that I have in mm. my brain and then sometimes they let me down where I'm kind of thinking this isn't what I thought but okay I'll, I'll go with it <laughs> um, yeah I, I, agree, I agree with that, that I, I've, I think I had so high of expectations for the Lion King and I was very much so let down and that I, was one that I was surprisingly let down I actually saw that movie in Thailand and oh. um that was kind of we saw it there and we were thinking oh my gosh this is scene for scene of the cartoon okay let's just keep going <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i get that i i will say i liked um how the opening song they had the same woman uh from the original movie sing it and like you can tell she's aged which is super cool but overall i was like yeah i mean like it's it's just whatever oh my gosh i actually didn't know that <laughs> I didn't know it was the same. I mean, um, okay, so I I kind of said that without like doing any research. It just sounds like her. I mean, it sounds no, exactly like you, her, but like you, you don't you don't know if it's actually her. But like, uh, okay, but like listen, <laughs> like listen, listen, listen. So you listen to it and you go, that that sounds exactly like her, but like she just sounds older. So yeah, like that makes sense. Yeah, I yeah. So hopefully, I didn't just like say someone else's name and give her credit. But oh well. Um, <laughs> Our last question and kind of our favorite one to ask is um, this will be interesting because you have a lot of different experiences. What line or which ride has the best queue in your opinion? Best queue. You're going to have to give me a little bit more information on that. Sorry. <laughs> like, like which ride has the best line to stand in? The best line. Oh. Like whether it, whether for you it's like, the most things to look at um the it's the easiest to stand in it's the shortest however you feel the ride has the best line what which ride do you think has the best one hmm that's interesting um well you guys haven't ridden this one yet but when i was in disney shanghai i feel like the tron ride was very um it was really immersive um it felt like you were there. They every detail. They had something for you to read. Every line was some part of the movie. Every just 
everything in general, the bikes had words on them that you could read of information about the movie, the, the outfits that you'd see in the merchandise hall. I mean, the line was just, you didn't feel like you were waiting. You felt like you were going, like you were constantly hmm. moving. And that's how they had built it so big to where it wasn't so crowded. Like if you normally go on, say, Splash Mountain, and you're just crowded in that line forever. Um, whereas this ride was so spread out and so thought through of how they were going to have all these, pretty much all these Asian people go through these lines because there are a lot of people at that park. Um, but they somehow managed to make you feel like, oh, you're not all in the same line. You're not all going to the same place. And each line was a different color. Right, right, right. In the movie. And so you felt like you were learning different things. We I was on the red line. And so technically we were the bad guys. And so we were learning we were learning about all the villains of the Tron story, how even dating all the way back to the original movie. And so I feel like that was really cool and they showed you special effects and the smell that was inside of it. That's one thing I love about Disney. They they put smells inside of the line sometimes um, to make it feel Ooh, like I'm, you're... I'm a big fan of the scents. Yeah. <laughs> they put the scents in there and it feels like you're there. And so what so I love what, what scent were they was, pumping? Um that's the thing. I've tried to like nail it down and I still haven't to this day nailed down what it was because it smelled um almost kind of like the splash not splash mountain um space mountain where it's kind of that same um futuristic sort of scent like you're going off into space but at the same time you're about to get ready for a race like in cars and so they they kind of um put all these different scents together and so then when you leave the ride you're automatically back in Tomorrowland which Tomorrowland to me always smells like churros so (laughs) (laughs) yeah I I guess I I get that too I get that well mainly because of the Star Wars churros they're always standing there right Mm. ready to have some that's at Disneyland that's true but yeah I know I know I I feel I kind of feel that way about Disney World too yeah but that that was one of my favorites um the other one would be um pirates every time it doesn't matter what world (laughs) i'm in pirates is the best one um especially as more technologically advanced we get the cooler Mm -hmm. the updates are so like the one in shanghai as well that one was really cool but i love the original so Mm -hmm. kind of up to preference that's yeah that's, that's sure. really awesome yeah great answers love love those answers uh, i i did have a quick fact i fact checked jeremy's whole uh the same person saying the circle of life in both movies <laughs> it's, not, it's not true jeremy I'm no sorry way the the new the new one is sung by broadway actor lindyway mckizzy I think is how you pronounce it. Oh wait, is it the girl from the the Lion King Broadway? I believe so, yeah. Oh, that's then, cool. And then that's cool. the original was Carmen Twilly. That, wow. That, that's who that's yeah, who sang the original too. Oh, I found her. Oh, that's really cool. I mean, that actually might be even cooler <laughs> for me that it's the Broadway actress because she's <laughs> phenomenal. Yeah, it was it was good. 
definitely good. Um, so but, uh, I suppose yeah. that'll wrap up today's episode. Um, Lauren, we wanted to thank you for being on. It was a, it was a really cool switch for us being able to uh, answer questions instead of give them out like we usually do. So um, that was a lot of fun for me, and I know Phil enjoyed it too. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Thank you for having me and answering my questions and yeah, asking of course. questions. I don't get to talk about Disney a whole lot. With I think this will help out a lot of uh, future cast members too because they um, will get to have the, a lot of their questions answered without um, having to ask them. So uh, this is a really beneficial episode, I think. Yeah, well, yeah, I agree. Glad I can help. So. And <laughs> if you have any well, more questions, let me know. <laughs> hopefully you'll get to do your program my fingers are crossed for you and mm-hmm. um if we don't talk until then uh i hope you enjoy the magic kingdom and everything that disney world has to offer thank you so much all right you take care all you right too. everyone we'll talk to you later bye <laughs>